Powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Better Than Before show. I'm your host, Tony Richards, here on the C-Suite Radio Network. Welcome back for several minutes of the latest that's going on in the world. And also today, I'm going to get back to talking about the Clear Vision Leadership Dashboard. The Leadership Dashboard is a tool that I use with my coaching clients to help focus them quickly and easily back to the things that are most important as far as what they're trying to accomplish in their role. So early on in my coaching career, I knew I needed some kind of tool that could help my clients come back to what they needed to do because you go to a strategic planning meeting. And I'm just going to use this for people who've never had a professional executive coach. Let's just talk about your experiences, right? So you go to the company strategic planning meeting and you do preparation before you go. You get all amped up. You think, man, this is going to be great. We're all going to be there. We're going to talk about the future. We're going to get all excited and full of energy and So we go there and it's a great day of conversation and all kinds of gold is being thrown out by everybody. So much stuff, it's hard to keep up with it all and take it all down and get it all down on paper. And then at the end of the day, you feel great. A lot of great ideas have been thrown around. And so you go back to your roll the next business day that you're supposed to be back to work and you settle in and where do I begin Gosh, we talked about a lot of great stuff. Where do I start? How do I take all of that and put it into something that I can execute? And so same way with executive coaching. We have meetings where we discuss a lot of stuff. We talk about a lot of goals and capabilities and data and different things. And then the next day, what do I do with that from all that great conversation I had with Tony? Well, the leadership dashboard helps do that. It's a six, seven page document that most people keep on their computer, on their phone. It's a PDF document that can be shared across devices, but it's a quick focusing tool that brings you back to here are the things step by step I need to be working on. And so we're breaking that down over several podcast episodes, and today we're going to be talking about vision and mission. If you want to hear my basic philosophy about the tool and everything, go back and check out episode number 616, where I introduced the concept of the leadership dashboard. That episode is for April 18th of this year, just a few episodes back And we're going to be breaking it down piece by piece over the next several episodes. Before we get to that, though, wow, the Preakness over the weekend. Bob Baffert 
with the win. A famous trainer got in some trouble with the Kentucky Derby, cannot participate in the Kentucky Derby, so he was not able to be there a couple of weeks ago. But his horse, National Treasure, just edged out a very close victory in the Preakness Stakes this past weekend at Pimlico. And, of course, his number one jockey that has ridden his horses to so many victories, John Velasquez, took National Treasure to the front right out of the starting gate and covered a half mile in 48.92 seconds with coffee with Chris and Blazing Stevens following closely behind. And in the far turn, coffee with Chris began to fade. Blazing Stevens moved up alongside National Treasure to set up a thrilling, I don't know if you saw the race, but just fantastic duel down to the end. And the way it was described was very little separated the rivals before National Treasure on the inside put a head in front as the pair approached the wire. Kentucky Derby winner Mage was unable to catch the leaders and finished two and a quarter links behind in third place. National Treasure went off at odds of five to two, paid $7.80 on a $2 bet. The son of Quality Road and the Mayor Treasure covered the Preakness distance in a minute 55.12. And I mentioned before, Bob Baffert, he has been in some trouble since that horse he trained, Medina Spirit, failed a post-race drug test. That's the horse that won the Kentucky Derby in 2021, but the win was vacated after the investigation and the horse later died following a workout at Santa Anita Park in California in December 2021. So Baffert was suspended by Kentucky officials for 90 days for repeated medication violations, and the ban was honored by jurisdictions in Maryland and New York. Churchill Downs also issued Baffert a two-year suspension that kept him out of the Derby this year. And, of course, Baffert is complaining. He says the rules are not clear. They're inconsistent. They're varying standards on medication limits in every state you go to. He could not get the ban overturned for the Derby. And so he hasn't had a horse run the Triple Crown race since Medina Spirit finished third in the 2021 Preakness. So it was a very exciting race. I hope you got a chance to see it. Most people, you know, have their Kentucky Derby parties and whatever. And unless you're really into horse racing, maybe you don't do the Preakness. But I'm telling you, every race in the Triple Crown is so exciting. So we move on to the third leg of the Triple Crown coming up here in a couple of weeks. And so now there's no chance of a Triple Crown winner for 2023 because Mage won the Derby. National Treasure has won the Preakness, and then we'll see who wins the Belmont coming up in a couple of weeks. But just super, super exciting. Over in the NBA, we now either know the finals or we're going to see history made because now both series are 3-0, and and so the finals are more than likely going to have the hottest player in the NBA, which is Jimmy Butler. And a two-time MVP playing at his peak, Nikola Jokic, nicknamed the Joker in the NBA. I can never say his name exactly right, but might not register ratings-wise, but real basketball fans are really excited about the possible matchup. Or 
if we don't know the finals, we're going to see history. No team has ever come back from a 3-0 deficit, and if we can be honest, we probably don't expect that to happen here in the either Western or Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics look lost in the game on Sunday. They look distracted. They need some reworking and retooling. And the Lakers, as much as I thought they had some momentum after that win over the Warriors, they just look beat. I mean, they look beaten. They look defeated when they're on the floor. They had that great comeback in the game one where they came back to within three points of the Nuggets, but the Nuggets still won game one. And Anthony Davis had such a tremendous performance in that first game. But in game two and game three, they just look defeated. How many times have you seen LeBron James miss wide open layups and dunks? And I don't know if Jokic is just in Davis's head or what, but he's not played well since game one. And so we're going to either have the finals of the Nuggets and the Heat, or we're going to see history made with some comebacks from 3-0 and in both conference finals. If you have a leadership or business question you want to ask me, you can send me emails. The email address to send that to is info, I-N-F-O, at clearvisiondevelopment.com. That's I-N-F-O at clearvisiondevelopment.com. We got an email from a listener this past week. It says, Tony, I'm getting my first executive role, and they are presenting me with an agreement. What's your experience with contracts, and do you have any best practices you would recommend? Well, my experience goes back to the 80s when I signed my first contract for an executive role. And it was a different kind of deal. And I didn't know poop from Poopola. I did it myself with the owner of the organization. And it was basically a proposal from him to me. And it was a development type proposal based on what I was going to be able to do with the company and grow it. And it was a 10-year agreement based on the sale of the organization in 10 years. My second agreement when I moved to Missouri was very similar to that. And so I made good salary, but most of the real money that I was going to be paid was based on selling the company. In the first contract I signed, that was the intention, was to sell the company. It was to develop it, build it, and sell it. The second time, I was told the company would never be sold. So I still lobbied hard to have that put into the agreement because everything, I don't care what it is, everything is for sale. And you just got to remember that right? Everything is for sale for the right situation and the right price. And so I was to be paid a lot of money if the company was sold. And that did indeed end up happening. Now, that was back in the 90s was the second agreement I signed. So there's been a lot of changes in medium market type mid-market companies and smaller market companies where They're getting more intelligent about retaining their good management talent. And so back then, with those size organizations, those companies were really small when I started and got to be kind of large when I left. 
And so agreements and contracts weren't really offered back then. That was an anomaly. And so more and more companies have wisened up about succession planning and all of that. And they're offering more and more agreements now in this day and time. Some offer stock also as part of the compensation. But usually the terms and conditions of the contract has already been decided. Most all the managers have similar agreements. You're not probably going to be able for most companies. Now, I don't know where you work or what size company it is. I'm just guessing it's not a Fortune 500 company. And their management offerings and contracts can be customized for the talent. But in most smaller cities and companies, you know, less than a billion in revenue, less than five billion in revenue, less than, you know, 10 billion. Most all executives have the same contract and they have the same compensation. They have the same benefits. They have the same stock offering or whatever. The only thing I would say is just have your attorney look it over, not for a negotiation type situation, but just so you understand all the legal language in the contract or agreement and you know what you're signing before you sign it. Because there's nothing like having a situation happen and then you're thrust into the middle of something that you thought was one way when it was actually a different way. So you need to have an attorney look it over and explain everything to you and walk you through all the situations before you sign it. That would be my best advice. Taco Bell is filing a petition against Taco John's for the trademark Taco Tuesday which Taco John's owns in 49 states in the United States. Now, I grew up in Western Kentucky. I grew up on Taco John's. I did not know of a Taco Bell until several years later, particularly after I moved to Missouri. Never even heard of Taco Bell. So Taco John's has a special place in my heart. We did not have a Taco John's here in Columbia for years We only had Taco Bell and there was a taco still is a Taco John's just outside Kansas City, Missouri, on the Missouri side. And so either on trips to Kansas City or on trips back to Columbia, I'd make a detour off of that exit ramp and hit that Taco John's for a couple of taco burgers and some potato Olay's, which is my favorite thing to get at a Taco John's. I also like the burritos mainly because they put chopped onion in them and they're just fantastic. And I like the way the meat is done and the seasoning is done at Taco John's a little bit better than Taco Bell. But anyway, we finally got a Taco John's here in Columbia a couple of years ago and they put it inside the mall. Now, not as convenient for me because if I want to go to Taco John's like anybody else, I want to hit the drive-thru. Can't hit the drive-thru. It's in the mall. So, Maybe twice a year, maybe two times a year, I'll have some Taco John's because I got to go in the mall to get it. But I've always been partial to Taco John's over Taco Bell. Now, I'll go to Taco Bell, but again, it's primarily because they have a drive-thru and Taco John's doesn't. But the reason I would go into the mall to get Taco John's is because of the Taco Burger. And yes, when I was growing up, Taco Tuesday 
was a very well-known advertising slogan used by Taco John's where they ran specials where you could get tacos on Taco Tuesday. Now, what I don't know is I don't know which of the 50 states is the one state that doesn't have the patented trademark registered for Taco Tuesday by Taco John's. But Taco Bell believes the taco-eating public should have access to this phrase, Taco Tuesday, no matter what place they eat their taco Mexican fast food. And it sounds like to me that's just a play by Taco Bell to get the phrase away from Taco John's so they can use it in their advertising. However, they are masking it in the, we just want everybody who eats tacos to be able to use Taco Tuesday. Well, everybody can say Taco Tuesday. Nothing's stopping you from saying Taco Tuesday. But there is legal means that permit Taco John's to say Taco Tuesday and forbid Taco Bell from saying Taco Tuesday. And really, no matter what they say, that's the problem. Go Taco John's. Okay, leadership dashboard, focusing tool to accomplish your objectives in your role. And so let us talk about what the next pieces are. Let's start with vision. Essentially, the leadership dashboard has a couple of blank spaces on it. And one of the spaces for yourself is vision. And the key question for that space is, where do you see yourself in three to five years? And so what we're trying to accomplish there is a vision for yourself of where your growth and your evolution and your downloads are going to take you in a three-year period and in a five-year period. And I want you to be the one who's writing that and describing that in your own words. And as a coach, if we were working together, I would help you constantly and continually clarify, as long as it's in your words and your concept of what that vision for yourself is going to be. And then the second question for that, now there's a whole ton of questions to ask to get to the vision. If we were working together, I have a whole bag of questions to ask to get to that. But the thrust in the dashboard is, where do you see yourself in three to five years? The second question is, how are you living that vision today? And how can you do better? In other words, as you are in your life trajectory and your career trajectory that you're on, how are you pacing toward that vision and how could you do better? The second space for vision is for your organization that you work for or that you lead or that you own. And it's the same questions. Where do you see the organization in three to five years? What is the current vision of the organization and how are you living that vision today and how could you do better? So there's four questions on the organizational side. Where do you see the organization in three to five years? So now you're putting out there the projection of what the company can be. Then you're asking yourself, what is the current vision? 
So it's a projected vision for three to five years. It's the vision as it exists today then is number two. Number three is how are you living that vision today? And question four is how could you do better? Because the fact is that most of the time, these things are just on printed pages or on nice posters in the break room or nice posters in the foyer or the lobby of the company. But no one really pays attention to them when we actually need to be living them. We need to be intentional about matching up our actions with what we said the vision was. Mission is the same way. Your career is one section for you, and the other section is for the organization. So the mission then, where do I see the mission of the organization going? Which actually, to be honest with you, unless you're really going through a retooling of the company, that shouldn't change. A mission takes 25, 50 years, right? It's a continual why the organization exists and the why of the organization shouldn't change. So you want to write the current mission statement for the organization. And then you have to ask yourself the two coaching questions. How am I currently living the mission and how could I do better with the mission? How am I currently living the mission and how could I do better with the mission? So those are the mission and vision components of the leadership dashboard, and they are extremely important. And there are things that at least once every three months I will go over with my clients. And then for those three months, they are doing what they think they need to be doing to do better on the vision and what they need to be doing better on the mission, on the vision and on the mission. And then we'll go back every three months and check in on that. How are you currently living them and how could you do better? Next time, we will talk about the leadership dashboard and we will talk about the core values of the organization, which are the code of ethics. They are the governing behavior descriptors of how we're going to behave with our vendors, with our customers and with our coworkers. And we'll cover that coming up next time here on Better Than Before when we discuss the leadership dashboard. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4. Also, you can join our free Facebook group. It's Tony Richards Speaker, Author, Coach. Just smash the like button and you're in. And then if you'd like to subscribe to my weekly newsletter, as so many people do and seem to enjoy it, You can go to clearvisiondevelopment.com on the homepage, scroll to the bottom of the homepage, and there'll be a box where you can put your email address and hit the button and you'll be subscribed. It's that easy. And then every Monday morning, the Monday morning memo will show up in your email box. Be sure and check your junk mail folder and make sure to check with your IT department to make sure that it gets through on your server. And you can enjoy three leadership maxims from me, three big ideas. You'll also get a short article that can help you improve. And you'll also get either a journaling question or a quote that I found empowering. And it all comes to you on Monday morning to help start your week off the right way. 
Special thanks, as always, to our producer, Tessa Hall. And until we visit again next week on Better Than Before, here on the C-Suite Radio Network, I'm your host, Tony Richards, reminding you that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.